Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Welcome to episode number 106 from the podcast, and today I have an amazing interview with John Kralik, who is the author of one of the most amazing books I've ever read, 365 Thank Yous. Now, I've been trying to get John on the show for a number of months now, and the reason being is that this book has changed my life, and I talk about it in every workshop, every keynote I do. It's a very simple message. Now, John will talk about, obviously, his life and everything before leading up to the book, but he made a conscious effort to write a gratitude card. So a thank you note, handwritten. I know that sounds crazy today with social media and technology and emails and everything like that. But for 365 days, John wrote a thank you note to somebody. And it's amazing what happens when you show gratitude, love, self-appreciation, kindness, what actually happens. And his life turned around. And anyway, I don't want to give away everything that we discussed today, but I've been uh, wanting this episode for so long. I want to share it with you because uh, the the self Selfless work that John's done by releasing this book has been truly amazing, and you'll be able to tell today by our chat. So without any more conversation, here we go. This is John Crowley and the best book I've read this year. John Crowley, all the way from the US. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. It's so good to hear from you. Now, I just, before we start, uh, your book, and that's what we're going to uh, get on to today, but it's been a huge inspiration in my life and uh, one that has really sort of changed the path I've been going. I'm really excited to talk to you about it. Now, before we get into it, mate, is you, this book has been crazy. I've had other people have presented it about it. Have you felt like you've changed so many lives around the world? Well, I... I, I like to think that, that somebody else decided that I might be able to convey a message and it's, you know, to, through me. And I, I'm humbled by the people who, who have found that they could understand the message and try to implement gratitude and grace in their lives. So I, I have heard from a, a lot of people and it's just been very gratifying. I get thank you notes almost every day. I got one today, and uh, I think it's because of the way I began sending thank you notes out into the world. I uh, I totally agree with you there, and I suppose uh, let's get straight into it and start. So, obviously, the one thing I was really fascinated with after reading the book was, obviously, when you wrote it, you started in 2007 when you were hitting rock bottom, and then you went on a hike in the start of 2008, and you decided that um, you were going to start writing a thank you note now every day. Now, to get through that mindset, do you want to just explain where you actually were at that stage in your life? Because it wasn't such a glamorous uh, couple of years for you, was it, John? No, it was really a low point in my life. And, uh, you know, I look back now at the description of that in the book, and I think, you know, maybe I was a bit of a whiner, too, you know, in terms of complaining about my situation. And I, but it, to me, even looking back now, it was, it was a low point. I was a private attorney, and I had had a difficult year in which I didn't make any money. I lost money. And I was going through my second divorce, 
of which I was very sad and ashamed. And I was worried about so many things. Uh, my law firm was losing its lease. And uh, even the things that started to go well seemed to crash and burn. And I was dating this lovely young woman and she broke up with me and uh, I won a million dollar verdict in court and uh, the judge threw it out. So, you know, that cost me at least a third of that money. And so it was a really disappointing time and nothing seemed to be going right no matter what I did. I, I was living in just a pretty awful apartment that I described in the, in the book. And, uh, so everything looked very bleak and okay. I was working every day, you know, I worked all the time, uh, trying to work my way out of this. Uh, but new year's day was a day when it's very hard to work in the city of Pasadena because there's a big parade. And so I went for a walk in the mountains. And the, the big thing I, and just reading your book, and I can guarantee people listening going, wow, life wasn't very good. And I know a lot of people think that when life isn't going well, it's very hard to look on the positive side or find things to be grateful for or find kindness in the world. So after you went on that hike and in everything going so bad in your life, what made you decide that for the next 365 days that you were going to do something kind for somebody else? You're going to give some form of gratitude. How, how did you actually take action when you're in such a low place, John? Well, I, I received a message while walking in the mountains, and what it said to me was that you will not receive the things that you want until you learn how to be grateful for the things that you have. And I didn't think that voice came from me. I, I thought it, it came from somewhere else, and I thought about what it meant. And as I was walking down the mountain, I, I thought of my grandfather who had tried to teach me to write thank you notes. And then I remembered that I had some old note cards, and I formed what we call in the States a New Year's resolution to write one thank you note a day. Of course, like all New Year's resolutions, I did nothing about it uh, for three or four days. And then I received a thank you note from someone and it's, it caused me to get going. I, uh, I love that. And, Actually, and yeah, in your, in your book, when you, you spoke about, do you want to explain a little bit about what your grandfather taught you and how he rewarded you uh, for obviously writing a thank you note for a gift he gave you? Well, if you uh, sent him uh, a note of any kind, he would send you a silver dollar. And if you were smart enough to write him a thank you note for the silver dollar, he would just send you another one. <laughs> and I, you know, didn't learn from this. It, it would have been an easy enough lesson to learn back then. Uh, but I didn't learn from it. Some of my cousins probably made a lot of money because they were a little brighter than I, <laughs> but I, uh, I, you know, I was at a point in my life where I really needed money. And I was thinking about my grandfather cause he had been about my age when he was trying to teach me that lesson. And he had done well in life and had his own, uh, a real estate firm and had retired and was basically just watching golf and, and, uh, watching his stock returns. So I thought, you know, 
maybe he had something to teach me that I did not learn. And that's why I struck on the notion of thank you notes in response to the message that I had received. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. And so let's start it off. So a couple of days, two or three days, once after your New Year's resolution, when you received that lovely gift, that lovely letter, how did you go about it? How did you decide that, right, I'm going to write 365 thank you cards for the rest of the year? And I know um, you talk about in your book that it took you a little bit longer, which is pretty understandable to be able to do that every day consistently and find somebody to write one to. So how did you, how did the process start and where did you start with those first few letters? Well, I, I didn't think that I had anybody or anything to be grateful for. And the woman who sent me that note, uh, her mom was the, uh, once was the queen of the Rose Parade uh, in Pasadena. And so she had beautiful manners and had taught this young woman to write beautiful thank you notes. And, uh, so that inspired me, and I thought, you know, Christmas presents, I did receive some Christmas presents. And, you know, people uh, about January are getting credit card bills from Christmas presents that they gave, and I thought it would be good to be grateful for each Christmas present. And that was a place to start, so that would get you six or seven days. And uh, that's how I got started on the journey. I got almost some immediate uh, reward. One of the notes was to my son who had given me a, a coffee machine, which I needed. And, uh, after receiving my thank you note, he called me up and said, you know, can I come over and, and have lunch with you? And I said, sure, of course. And then after lunch, uh, he greatly surprised me by paying the bill. And, uh, then he surprised me again by sliding over to my side of the table, uh, envelope containing, uh, 40, $100 bills. And I said, well, gee, what's that for? And he goes for the loan. And I, of course, had forgotten. We all forget the quote loans we make to our children because we <laughs> hardly ever expect them to be repaid, but he was repaying the loan and he was, he was growing up. I was going to give it back to him, but I thought, well, you know, he's growing up and, and I'm, by taking this money, I'm acknowledging his maturity and his willingness to be an adult. And, uh, the other thing was, I was remembering that I was at a point where I could really use some extra money. So, uh, it was just like karma came right out and rewarded me right away in a very visible way, uh, to, to keep going, don't give up here. And I think that happened at every stage of the journey. I was going to give up or I'd go through weeks where I didn't feel like there was anything to be grateful for. And then something would happen as a result of one of the notes I had sent. And, and I realized that being grateful was continuing to work all kinds of changes in my life, psychologically, I was becoming a much more positive person. Uh, every kind of thing that was happening in my business as an attorney was beginning to turn around. Relationships were beginning to turn around. And just the way I looked at it all uh, had turned around. And really, when I looked at that life that I had and I thought was so awful, 
I had things that, that very many people who had so much more than I did materially had. I was reminded that I had wonderful friends, friends from college, friends who would back me up, friends who would respond and help me when I uh, was in trouble. And, you know, I, I thought of, of so many of these celebrities who, you know, die these deaths where they go out from too many drugs and everything, and they're just desperately hoping that there's some person in their life who cares enough about them to to be their real true friend and and uh, despite whatever they have they didn't have that and I did and uh, so I needed to just be grateful for those things and more and more as I was grateful for the things that I had I received the things that I wanted or you know I always feel like uh, I have had and looking back at my life Everything that I truly needed would come to me. You know, whenever I needed something extra to pay some tuition for one of my children or to get by in one way or another, something has appeared. And as long as I've been grateful for it, I've had what I needed. And I think that, you know, my life has has been even better since. Uh, But it's... Also, that I'm appreciating the the many good things in my life. I had a beautiful eight year old daughter, and I don't know if I was fully appreciating what a wonderful gift that was in my life. Uh, today, she, she, I'm looking at her picture. Uh, she's 18 and off to college and living in the same dorm I was living in when I went to you know, the University of Michigan when I was young. So. That's been just the most wonderful gift in my life. I um, I love all and that. I had all, I had all these things. Yeah, and and do you know what? I think the power of gratitude. It is such a. I think it's a cliche word in a way, but when people actually really sit back, John, and realize that if you really look at all the amazing things and and try and find the positive in anything, that the power of gratitude can really change your outlook. Because at the end of the day. If you're down or out, it's because you're seeing the negative side in it, whereas nothing really changed at the start, did it? But you actually started putting other people first and started trying to focus on the positive. And it sounds like everything in your life just completely flipped around. Would that be fair to say? It is fair to say. I think that life will never just be a complete bed of roses. It won't. Everything won't go your way. You'll have ups and downs. Uh, people close to you will uh, pass on uh, or, you know, there will be changes that will be uncomfortable for you. These things, bad things will happen, but we often, we might have 10 things that happen to us in a day and nine of them are actually pretty good. But at the end of the day, we're only thinking about the one bad thing that happened to us. That one sort of overwhelms everything. And I think to have peace and happiness in our life, we have to think of the other nine good things. You know, I I note in the book that I was keeping a spreadsheet of all the notes that I wrote, and I've kept that spreadsheet till today. And now it's, I've got over 1,200 thank you notes that I've written. And 
in looking back at my life and assessing it, that is an objective indication. I mean, anybody who has 1,200 things to write a thank you note about has a pretty good life. It, uh, no it, what it definitely is. Yeah, it completely is. And that was another question that I, I wanted to get on with. And so obviously over the years, it's been uh, 10 years since um, the sort of story and everything like that. And in that meantime, you've continued to write it. Is it something that you, I'm guessing you don't practice it every day, that you haven't continued to write one every day, John, but it sounds by the means that you were still putting that time in to appreciate people and things when it happened with a Saint, you know? Yes, absolutely. And uh, you know, having written the book, of course, uh, I, you know, that, that sort of ties you to the, the discipline in the sense that, uh, you know, people will say, Oh, well that dude, and there's nobody in my life who would say that, um, you know, but, but it's a wonderful discipline and gift to me because, anybody who could write that first chapter is a, a person who's capable of looking at things in, in a negative way. And so I am that person. I'm still capable of seeing the, the dark side of things and exaggerating it and catastrophizing about it. And I need that balance in my life. And I sometimes write notes to myself to remember to write thank you notes. And they still produce amazing blessings for me. And I hope that as people get them and as people read the book, that they then write thank you notes. I've had so many people uh, write thank you notes back to me where they say, I'm writing 365 thank you notes and um, I'm at day 20 and I thought maybe I'd write one to you. <laughs> and that's such a wonderful blessing because I think of the other people who are getting the notes that that person is writing and are being appreciated, the teachers in their lives. You know, when I, when I go around, uh, on Saturday, you know, I make the rounds of the dry cleaner and the, the burrito place and the, all the normal places of my life, it's a really enjoyable experience because, you know, actually I've written a note to all those people and told them how much I appreciate the things they do for me each week. And, and they feel appreciated and valued. And, you know, so many people say, do I matter? Does my life matter? Well, it does, but you know, I think it helps when people, come to you and say, you know, what you do for me really matters. It really makes my life better. And when you do that to someone, they reflect that value back on you. And it's just a tremendous feeling. It just changes everything in your life as you walk around and experience it. Yeah, and I think what you've just mentioned there, obviously, the ripple effect of gratitude and kindness and um, what that's creating. And you actually don't know the impact that you're having on people around the world. If they're writing 365 things and then somebody else does and so many generations keep doing it, it is such an amazing thing that you've created, John. And the other thing that I was really fascinated, I'm really big into exercise and I think it's an amazing thing that we need to do some form of every day, that when you started the book, that obviously it started from the idea of a hike, but then throughout the story and the journey as it went on, you started exercising, you started doing a 
a couple of runs. Do you want to explain also that obviously gratitude is extremely important, but then also mixing that with uh, exercising, getting your body moving, what that does to you as well? Well, I was, you know, 365 is a lot of notes. So I had to keep coming up with things that would result in me writing thank you notes. So I was doing runs for charity and uh, I've continued to do them uh, since then. But when you do a run for charity, you you get sponsors and you uh, get people to donate to, at that point, I believe I was doing one for leukemia. I ran a marathon for leukemia and lymphoma society. And, you know, I've actually needed some of those drugs later in life. And so I've, uh, you know, I, that has been repaid to me. But at each one of my sponsors who donated, you know, $100 or so to the cause as a part of, of my run, uh, those were people to whom I needed to write thank you notes. So that gave me a bunch more thank you notes to, to write. And I think, look, it was, a, you know, kind of a coincident blessing that being in better shape, uh, you know, makes you feel better. And, and I felt like I was doing something worthwhile that had immediate repercussions that I could see. Sometimes in the law, we can get pretty lost in whether anything that we're doing is, is making anybody's life better. And, and there's a lot of worry that it's making that worse. You know, legal proceedings drag on and can be very negative in character. So, you know, it was another putting another good thing in my life. And, you know, just an example of how everything kind of can be transformed by gratitude, including your body. <laughs> so yeah, very, it was a great thing. Very true. And I, I really do agree with that. So what were what was probably the biggest thing after completing the book? What did what you learn about yourself and uh, the process of putting that down and I suppose being very vulnerable because you were really admitting to the world, John, that your life was sort of pretty poor at one stage. And so I think your struggle people can relate to. So what have you learned from the whole process? And um, yeah, with actually getting that book from your head, from the notes out into the public eye. Well, I think that you worry anytime you're entering the public eye in any kind of vulnerable way, that there's going to be a lot of negative repercussions a lot of mean things said, uh, but uh, I have to say that none of that happened. None of it. Zero. And uh, why is that? I often think, and I think that the answer is that when you appeal to the best in people, you're reaching the best people. And people who are looking for a message about how to change themselves, how to make things better. Uh, I was, I was trying to be a better person, which I think that I'm still trying to be. I have successes and failures in that every day, but that's part of the striving. I also think that, as I say, I, I had a good life when I look back at it all and assess it. One of the things I did was to write thank you notes to my old friends, people who had helped me in college, people who had helped me at various times in my life. And seeing all that, I realized how I had been blessed. 
I, much more than many other people, uh, I think. But, you know, I live in a country, the United States, and Australia is also a very rich country in many ways compared to the rest of the world. And we have so much that we take for granted. We have so many people that we take for granted. And so, uh, you know, I don't judge anyone else's life as to what they have to be grateful for, but I, I know I had a lot to be grateful for. And I, you know, I, I, I've been, uh, have so had so many major blessings since this has happened. I, uh, was able to remarry. Somebody decided to take a chance on me, even though I was somebody who'd been divorced twice. I have a lovely stepdaughter that I, I would not have had in my life. So these are tremendous blessings. I was uh, appointed to be a judge, uh, which I've been for the last nine years, and that's just a great privilege uh, and responsibility that I I hope I'm meeting. So my life has really been been wonderful since, and I I think that of course I'll have tragedies and friends that I've lost through just the process of life. Uh, but uh, all throughout, I think I can feel like I got my share and and received many more blessings than I was entitled to. Yeah, well, I, I agree with exactly what you've said there, that good things come to good people, John, because I think energy is infectious, it's contagious, and because you were putting positive energy out in the world and you were grateful for everything you had, that good things come to you, and that's why you've had the fortune. I know in your book you spoke about that you'd been knocked back to be a Supreme Judge a couple of times, and obviously two divorces and things like that. Now all these good things are happening because you're making them happen, and I think if people sit back and don't put themselves out there in a positive light and actually contribute to other people with gratitude, kindness, energy, happiness, and love, then they're not going to actually be able to receive those back. So how do you measure success, John? What's success in your eyes? Well, I, I think ultimately success is, is the relationships that you're able to build and the good that you're able to accomplish in the world. Those are what I consider successes. Uh, so that's I'm I'm hoping that I can have more of that. I think I've been able to heal some relationships. I think that all of the things that you're talking about, uh, gratitude and uh, the, the love and uh, forgiveness, the, these things that make our lives richer, richer are all things you have to give in order to receive. So. I think that the key thing and the, the thing that I was missing at that point is to take responsibility and try to put out into life the things that you want to receive. Uh, so I, I don't look upon this. I, I know there are books that talk about the power of gratitude or that it's a way to receive power or monetary reward. None of that has really ever been that important to me. Although, you know, when you don't have enough money to meet basic needs, then it's really important. But, uh, you know, I've been lucky enough to, to have my needs met where they really were important. 
so, you know, for me, my focus and what I think success is, is healing relationships. The greatest, the greatest success is to take a relationship that has, has not been good and to try and heal it through forgiveness and love and, and to have good relationships and, and, and try to have good family connections to be the right kind of father and brother and son and, and husband. And all of these things are, are things that, you know, are works in progress and we have successes and failures. So those are the successes that I'm aiming for. And I, I think the main reason I loved the book so much and people that I recommend to and people I talk about in keynotes and workshops I do, John, is that you can see through books that are all about, you know, the big picture being money and monetize things and stuff like that, whereas your story is genuine, it's from the heart, and you're simply getting out there to make the world a better place. So people, if you have not got on there, there'll be links in the show note to go and buy John's book because it has seriously changed my life. Now, John, I've just, I know how precious your time is, mate, and I did call you a little bit early today with Daylight Savings. I've got just a couple of questions that I like to ask my guests before they go. Um, if you could look back to 18-year-old John and you could give yourself one bit of advice that you've learned over your years from writing this book, from obviously failed marriages, from your job, now being a Supreme Court judge, everything like that, what would that one bit of advice be? Hmm. Well, that's interesting. I, I think that, you know, I would have tried to live my life closer to the religious values that I kind of rejected in my youth. Uh, I probably would have stayed away a little more from alcohol or drugs. <laughs> you know, I don't think they did anything good for me. Um, I think that uh, I feel uh, regrets over my marriages that didn't work out. Uh, I don't know. I, I certainly feel in my first marriage I could have done more uh, to make that work and I didn't try hard enough. Uh, I don't, and, and I think that, uh, so I, I would have valued those relationships more than the things that are fleeting, like career achievements, monetary achievements. I don't think I would have worked any less hard because whether you're working for those monetary achievements or to achieve good relationships, you know, it's, effort but uh, I think I, I I would do those things and value those relationships more and uh, try to stay with them and I like I say I would try to live my life closer to the original Christian values that I was taught but that we all sort of rejected in my day in college and everything because they were old fashioned and we've all felt we knew a better way. And, uh, I, I don't think that I would, I would think so, so lightly if I had it up to do over. Yeah. I, but I, that being said, you know, uh, my daughter always says, but it all worked out. Okay. Right. Dad. <laughs> and, and, and did. And I did. think it did. And, mate. It, and it did. 
And yeah, I, I love that, that, that you've you've brought it all back to relationships. And I think that is such a key in life. If you've got good relationships and you're rich in love, you're rich in everything you've got because money can't buy those sort of things. So I think that's great advice, John. Now, um, last question for you, mate. What uh, When you're dead and done, I know this is a horrible way to think, but what legacy do you think you will leave? And what legacy do you want to leave in the world? Obviously, you'll have a book that is going to impact generations for so many years to come, which is an amazing thing. Thing. But what impact do you want to have? What legacy do you want to leave? Well, I, I think that uh, I want to leave that with each of my children and hope that they pass on it, pass it on to their children, the, the value of love and family relationships and that they will have that as part of their memory and, and, and can see how important that is as they give that to their children. And in the law and in my career as a judge, I, I hope people just feel that I was trying to do the right thing as I saw it and and trying to be fair and follow the law as I saw it. I think, uh, I think, mate, you've made a huge impact on so many people around the world, John. And um, for people listening along, I would highly recommend grabbing this book, 365. Thank yous. There will be a link in the show notes to go and check that out. John, I this has been an absolute honor. You have made a huge impact on my life. And by the sound of things, with all the thank you notes and everything you're doing, um, I'm not the only one around the world. So thank you so much for giving up your time today and um, sharing a little bit of your story. And again, being vulnerable and talking about those you know issues that you've had and um, just really conveying the message about the power of gratitude. Well, it's a great privilege to talk to you and thank you for taking the time out of your time zone to call me all the way over here and uh, I hope to get over there and see you someday. Perfect, Perfect John. Thank you very well, much for that, mate. That was fantastic. Cool.